Hi, and welcome to Unashamed, a smut lover's podcast where we just want to talk about smut. I'm Kelsey. And I'm Courtney. Okay, we're doing another standalone, another read-along. Um, Does It Hurt by H.D. Carlton. Also, um, I know I had said in a previous episode that our next read-along should have been X My Heart, but we are not sure if that has a happy ending um, the more we looked into it. And so, if if any of you have read X My Heart, if you could, like, let us know either on our Facebook group or an email whether or not it has a happy ending, that'd be very greatly appreciated because, like, we want to read it, but we don't want to, like, suffer unnecessarily. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, it's one thing to suffer, it's one thing to suffer and then not get the happily ever after you want. Yeah, like, I'm all about the suffrage as long as you piece me back together. But uh, I'm not sure if that one pieces you back together or not. So I need to know before we do that one. So anyways, we just decided to switch to Does It Hurt by H.D. Carlton, um, which we think has a happy ending. I've heard nothing but good reviews on this, though. Yeah, I've heard good things, too. I saw a TikTok. The reason I didn't want to read this was because, well, not necessarily that I didn't want to read it, but um, I think at the time we were thinking about reading this like months ago. Yeah. And I, I wanted to read it after we finished uh, Perfect Strangers and you were like, absolutely not. Yeah. Well, the TikTok was like, oh, yeah, he 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 tries to like sacrifice her and like feed her to sharks and shit. And I'm like, I don't know if that's the vibe that I wanted for that particular time period. Yeah, I have also heard that. Well, I I haven't heard that specifically, but I've heard that there's like a big deal with sharks. Like anytime anybody brings up this book, they bring up sharks. To be fair, sharks are on the cover or at least water and stuff is. I thought there were sharks on the cover, but it looks like it's set in Australia uh, I didn't even. I haven't even read the blurb because uh, we just switched right now. <laughs> okay, look. So, at least my take on it. Uh, so it's an enemies to lovers. It looks like I don't know. Maybe she has amnesia or something. She doesn't know. Uh, or maybe not amnesia, but um. I, she left, and apparently this the main male character, Enzo, uh, wants to punish her for a crime she committed in the past before she left home. So he gets her on his boat, and then they shipwreck. And I'm assuming the sharks come in while he's on the boat. Uh, and uh, then they shipwreck, and then they're on in a lighthouse. Yeah, and she says, Has that, had I realized his intentions and that a massive storm would leave a shipwreck, I would have run. So, yeah. And then it says that the lighthouse keeper is something with the lighthouse keeper may have intentions far more sinister. So I'm wondering if maybe they have to like band together and that's where the, you know, mm-hmm. bond starts forming with them. I'm so fucking curious now because it's like who's the bad guy here i'm assuming the lighthouse keeper but like he's also he's also probably not a good guy if the sharks are involved (laughs) 
Yeah, it's probably okay. a good guess. All right. So chapter two. Oh, hold on. I haven't even downloaded it yet. <laughs> One second. Okay. We can do chapter 20. It's 49%. Oh, let's see. What's the author's note say in the beginning? Huh? Oh, it was just like a... She tried to work with somebody from Italy, but if there's issues... Oh, yeah. Oh, and there's um, a glossary in the back. There's an important note. Um, Let's see. The trigger warning. Graphic violence. Gore. Graphic murder. Graphic language. Suicide ideation. Mentions of suicide. Depression and anxiety. PTSD. Near-death situations. Stranded in the middle of the ocean. Dub slash non-con. Mentions of incest and pedophilia. Not depicted. Child abuse, mentions of rape and other forms of abuse, kidnapping, and explicit sexual situations for 18+. plus. There are also particular kinks such as uh, assassinophilia. Where are you seeing? Pretty sure I butchered that. Arousal by risk of being killed, breath play, degradation, and sadomasochism. Yeah, so... Um, this book sounds like it's going to be dark and freaky. Risk of being killed. How many pay? How long is this book? Fucking looks long. It's like 30, 40 chapters, 39 chapters in an epilogue. Uh, chapter. Oh, it's not that long. It's only 400 pages. That's like I'm a not good getting length. pages. I'm getting the stupid location thing. Oh, I have pages. Well, 405. Good, good for you and your pages. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so chapter shit. What was it? Nineteen. Chapter twenty, 20. is our midway point. Yeah. So cool. If you are interested in this book and you want to read along with us, we are going to come back at chapter twenty. So go ahead and pause here. Okay, we're back. Yes. I. Wish we would have read this book sooner. I'm really enjoying it. I am too. It's it's good. Um, why don't you go first? Okay. Um, so we there's there's a lot. So the main female character starts off um, clearly on the run. She ends up in Australia. She meets a guy at a bus stop. He gives her a tattoo. She meets another guy at a bar, and her whole shtick is, like, stealing identities. So, they have a great time, but she still ends up stealing his identity, getting a credit card. He gets pissed off, um, finds her, takes her, does try to sacrifice her to sharks, um, and then they crash the boat, and end up shipwrecked on this island with this creepy-ass lighthouse uh, caretaker. Um, he's got a lot of red flags, which we can get into in a second, but it ended off with her um, going into the cave that she found and falling and hitting her head. Yeah, that's a, that's a pretty good summary. Um, I I want to start off with my my negative first before I go into my positive, just because I don't, I don't want to bash this book. It's a really, really good book. Uh, and I agree with Kelsey. I re I wish that we had, a, we had taken the plunge sooner. 
so first and foremost, the level of malice he shows, the level of over, over aggression, like, she took, I think, what amounted to like a thousand dollars, and I understand getting your identity stolen like that—that that sucks. Uh, she did steal from him. I'm not saying, you know, it's not. No anger would be, you know, the right way to go, but it, it just—it seems so unjustified. The the shit that he does, like he, and and maybe it's because we see it from her point of view too, where she's doing it, and she's she says a bunch of times, she's like, I only take what I need, like I and I try to only use it like one time, and then I don't ever use that identity again. Uh, you know, she. She doesn't take much. And uh, once again, stealing is stealing. Yeah, she's probably wrecked a lot of lives, taking identities, stuff like that. But he, when he finds out that she stole his identity, he's talking to a coworker and he's like, oh, my identity got stolen. And then he's like, oh, I'm not going to go to the cops. Like, I'm going to find her myself and make her pay. And then he bites her lip. He takes her on his boat after he finds her, bites her lip to the point where she's like bleeding and then shoves her face and is effectively like, drowning her while also getting the sharks to come near because there's blood in the water. Like that's a fucking way, way too much escalation for me for a thousand bucks. Take her to the police station. You found her. Like, yeah, I think for him, it was more of like a pride thing. Like he knew he shouldn't have trusted her, but he did anyways. And then she played him. And (laughs) I think it was more like he's, I think he's more mad at himself and he's taking it out on her. And and I get that. But also and his backstory. I feel like when I read the really the dark characters who act like this, it's almost like, oh, like I was beaten by my parents. You know what I mean? Like there's some really dark backstory that goes with it. And I mean, I'm not saying that maybe there isn't gonna be something else that comes up in his past. He was like abandoned by his mom to a church. And he was raised by nuns. And maybe there's a priest thing. Because, you know, I, I remember the main female character when they first met in the bar. She was talking about, she's like, oh, nuns are super trustworthy. It's the priest you have to watch out for. So I'm wondering if that was, like, foreshadowing. Hold on. I think that was after they were already at the island. Because he was talking about how he doesn't trust her. Oh, well, yeah, either way. Like, yeah, I don't know but- if that was, like, foreshadowing. Maybe, like, you know, something happened. But I feel like his backstory of just being abandoned by his mom super tragic i just feel like there was there was too much escalation with not enough justification even if your pride is hurt like hurt her a little bit but like even after he finds out all of the tragic stuff in her past he's not like oh okay you know i'm not saying he has to forgive her i'm saying like why wouldn't you just be like oh yeah there's a thousand bucks maybe maybe i've done enough yeah i uh, agree with you, but it really doesn't bother me that much. <laughs> I, like, I, I, there's been a couple times where I'm like, huh, yeah, you're, you're still being a dick. Um, but she eggs him on, too. And That's true. She, oh, can I just say, I fucking love this female main character. I feel like, at some point, so many female main characters start to kind of blend and feel similar to each other you know yeah i I love this one she feels so unique she like 
starts smoking cigarettes because she wants to die sooner, gets a tattoo from an old man at a bus stop. Like, she's just, like, free even when she's not free, you know? She she has that vibe, like, that not necessarily unhinged vibe. But, yeah, just that that wild, like, she doesn't really care about, you know, certain things. But also, she still maintains, like, her sanity, if that makes sense. Like, she almost reminds me a little bit of, um, who is it? I think Brooklyn from the Caroline Peckham, the Death Club Society. But not unhinged. Like, she's not unhinged in the way where she's like, oh, I'm just going to go, like, smash a dude's brains in. But she's like, oh, you know, I'm going to live my life the way that I want to as far as, like, you're getting a tattoo or, you know basically do what I want without and be carefree without that unhinged side, you know? Yeah. Um, I really like her a lot. She's a very, she's very dynamic for a female main character. You really, you really get her whole vibe. You feel like you would be able to connect with her if she was a person that you met in real life. I don't know. I feel that way. No, um, I agree. The, light, the lighthouse keeper is sketch. I want to know if he's got other people like prisoner on the island. For or, sure. Or or if he's just like dragging, like making it seem like he's doing all the effects for the ghosts. No, because, I don't think so. Like, you know what I mean? There's just a woman crying. They saw a woman outside. Like, true. I wonder if that's his daughter. They hear the chains dragging, and then they'll hear him walking. Yeah, yeah. So he's got to have other people there. Like, yeah, and they can't figure out how to get up to the light. Like that sound. That like why? You know, in a lighthouse, you should know how to get up to the light. It should be pretty straightforward, yeah. Yeah. So that's I, – I think that there's somebody trapped up there. Um, I'm wondering if there's somebody trapped in the cage where she just fell and hit her head. I think or, so. Not cage, cave. <laughs> um, I, like, who's to say, really? Or maybe that's where, like, there's bodies or, like, skeletons, you know? Like, that's where he disposes of them after? I think he would just throw them out to sea, let the sharks get them. Mm, true. But, I don't know. I'm... I don't I'm, think he'd be able to get down there. He's got a peg for a leg. Mm, you're right. So, I mean, he's an old man, and... I think that I think that he's got captives. What's the deal with his wife and daughter? The That's daughter- what I was wondering too. He says that she left, but I I think I think he killed her. And I'm wondering if maybe that girl that they saw in the ocean might have been the daughter. I yeah, she would have two- to be all grown up now, right? Yeah, he had two daughters. Yeah. So, I'm wondering if maybe one of them or both are still there. Yeah, and how is Enzo going to react when she doesn't come back? Oh, I know. I'm excited to jump back in. This was a slow start for me. It took me, like, a a couple of chapters to get into it. But once I, like, was, I was sucked in. Yeah, once they got to the shark scene, 
Like once you once you knew it was coming up, I was like, oh holy fuck, and like did not put the book down until I finished. Yeah. Um, the first half, like I and I had that bookmark, thank God, because I almost went over. And I timed it so I was like, okay, if I I have one chapter left, if I go to bed right now, I can read and then fall asleep so I don't read over, <laughs> like because I knew shit was getting hairy right there. Oh yeah, I'm excited to jump back in. I'm I'm ready. I want to see how this pans out with the Lighthouse Keeper. I just need to know what's going on with him. I need to know what's you know who he's got captive or what's going on with the ghosts. I need to know. Yeah, I don't think it's ghosts. I well, will say yeah, that. but you know that's that's what he claimed. So I want to know what's going on. And they're, like, trying their hardest to believe it's ghosts because they don't want to consider the alternative. Yeah. And supposedly they only have eight days left on the island. I don't know that there's actually – I think the dude has a boat or something. I don't think that there's actually, like, a supply ship coming. Yeah, I don't know. I have no idea. I'm uh, I'm very I'm very interested. I want to jump back in. All right. So. Let's do it. So if you're but- reading along – We're going to go to the end of the book and then come back. So pause here. Okay, we're back. Yeah. Well, so Courtney's sick. (laughs) Yeah, so sorry, guys. (laughs) I sound scratchy. So I really like the book. I did too. Uh, Poor fucking Casey. Yeah, that was crazy. There was, was a lot of, um, like, shock factor things that happened in this book. Yeah. What? I just want to know. So last time we talked about this, I, I was wondering about the bodies, right? And I was like, oh, maybe they're up in the lighthouse. I was wrong. The daughter was, though. She was alive. Fucked up shit happened to her. Uh, but he was keeping the bodies in his cellar, which... Um, now that I'm thinking about it, it doesn't make sense because what you said made sense, Kelsey. Why didn't he just throw them in the ocean? Wouldn't it have been easier on everybody involved? Yeah, uh, <sighs> I think it was kind of like a trophy thing because he had like crosses set up marking each grave. Yeah. So I think it was kind of like a trophy thing, like him being proud of being a serial killer. Yeah. He was Ew. he was a creep with a peg leg and he uh tube fed his daughter because he cut out her tongue and sewed her mouth shut. And so she kept her. screaming when supply boats would come. Yeah. And then she like was so conflicted like do we kill him do we not kill him? Like she she ended up dying. He killed her. But it was fucked up. I felt so bad for her. And then um, Sawyer oh, Sawyer what? pretended to be. So she had murdered her twin brother, which I think we had already guessed had happened. Um, I don't think we so really murdered- talked about it. But yeah, I mean, it wasn't like a far reach to make. Yeah, so she was wanted by the police. Not that it mattered, but um, she ended up pretending that she was Trinity uh, which is the other sister, the sister of Casey, the other daughter of the serial killer guy. And um, yeah, she pretended that she was Trinity so that when the 
Coast Guard came. They didn't extradite her back to the United States to go to prison. And she said that Sawyer was a girl who ended up on the island and killed herself and left a note detailing what her brother did to her. And then when they asked her if she wanted to change her name after everything was all said and done, she's like, I know this is weird, but I really want to honor my friend Sawyer and take her name. So she ended up legally getting her own name back. Yeah. Which I thought was cute. And then she took uh, Enzo's last name. And then, of course, they got married and stuff. It was so cute. Yeah, it had a good ending. They still had, like, their weird fear kink in the shark. I Listen, I don't think a fear kink is weird. I think doing it while sharks are trying to eat you is weird, okay? That I, makes you know me what? so uncomfortable. <laughs> Your yum is not my yum, and that's okay, you know? But, like, that's – I please just kill me before I allow that to fucking ever happen. <laughs> Like, no, I would never recover. Here's the thing. I'm not scared of sharks, but I'm terrified of, like, squid or octopi, octo- octopuses. What an interesting... I'm terrified. Absolutely. I had nightmares as a kid that, like, one of them was going to, like, show up in a swimming pool or something. Because they're fucking smart. Here's the thing. If they had a longer lifespan, they could have taken over humanity by now. And there was there would be nothing we could do about that. They are very intelligent beings. They can get into the tiniest of cracks because they have no bones. It's just what's what's not scary about that. I just terrifying beings. I mean, I would be so that's scared. Not scary about fucking sharks, Courtney. I know. Okay, but. <laughs> <laughs> I can't with you. I'm, I'm just saying. I would I never. Your thought process, okay? Like, I totally, I, I understand where you're coming from. But, like, I don't get why you're not scared of sharks. Because they're so, they're like, they're like dogs in the ocean. They're like the ocean's dogs, um, okay? With Are you, you getting know, your information from Finding Nemo? I am not. I know that they, but that's the thing. They won't actually attack. So like, yeah, if there's blood in the water or if you're invading their territory, but I feel like I would attack if somebody just walked into my home that I didn't know either. Okay. It's the ocean's not ours. It's not our territory. It's there. They live there. They grew there. They evolved there. That's, that's their business. I don't really like the ocean water to begin with, but they're right. not bad creatures. They're not really that scary. They're so I'm not saying, sweet. I'm not saying that they are, but I definitely have a fear, you know, like a healthy fear of sharks. Like, I'm not trying to go put myself in a cage and get railed while sharks are trying to eat the cage. True. Anyway, sorry. Back to what I was saying when I got sidetracked <laughs> by the squid not supply. I wouldn't do that. <laughs> I wouldn't do that either. I'm not scared of sharks, but I also wouldn't put myself in a situation where I was banging in a shark cage or anywhere near the ocean, to be honest. like This is not a conversation I ever felt us having. You know? <laughs> this feels like a conversation, you know, that we, we should have had sooner, in my opinion. Um, okay. It's not a thought that I would have ever had before having this, like before having read this book. That's true. 
That would have never even crossed my mind. Also, just PSA to everybody. Don't have sex in water um, at all. Especially not ocean water, uh, pool water, stuff like that. Infections galore. So if anybody is thinking, you know what I want to do now? Go get railed in the ocean. Don't do it. You will end up with an infection. And possibly God knows what else up there. I'm sorry. I had to throw in the Mean Girls reference at the end. You will get an infection and die. Because um, you sounded like the gym teacher from Mean Girls. I, I heard it. <laughs> okay. So, anyways, I really like this book. Um, there's a lot of creativity that happened. It was not a bright and fluffy um, read, but I still enjoyed it. I thought it was great. And he did have mommy issues that led him to being a dick. I know we had briefly touched on that before. Um, where you were like, he was raised by nuns. It's not like he has issues. And then you're like, well, maybe we haven't read it all yet. He did end up having mommy issues that led him to be a dick. So... Um, and then I think everything else we pretty much resolved. It was the daughter. He killed his wife. He killed his or his other daughter committed suicide. I'm still wondering about that. Like maybe she didn't. No, Casey said she did. Okay. Yeah, she committed suicide and the mom was murdered. Fucked up, man. Screw him. Yeah. Creepy lighthouse keeper. Fucking right, creep. Well, he wanted to keep yeah. Sawyer and just like have her. Yeah, as a friend for his daughter who's also being held captive. What yeah. book are we doing next? Uh, we are doing the first, we're doing the Easton High duet next. What's that? It's the one you sent me by Elijah or Aliyah Greenwood. The I'm Dear sorry. Heart I Hate You, or sorry, Dear Love I Hate You would be the first one. Maybe not. Okay. I, mean, I don't I know. You sent it to me. I believe that as well. I, if I find good things, I just send them to you. I don't. I don't remember. So our next book is going to be "Dear Love, I Hate You." It's an enemies to lovers by Leia Greenwood. Okay. Yeah. Thanks for listening, right. guys. Thanks. Bye. <laughs>